Good morning and welcome to our fifth episode. I think it's the fifth episode of the Barbell Body Podcast. I am your host, Coach MC, and I'm super excited for this one. It's going to be something that I am a little bit nervous to talk about, honestly, because I haven't opened up a ton about this you know, while it was happening in my life. So a little bit nervous for this one. Not going to edit it though. I really want to be completely real and raw with you guys on navigating your quarter life crisis era. So let's just honestly dive right in. Um, So first off, just wanted to start off with my personal story on kind of navigating my quarter life crisis era. Um, Just talk about how like being in your 20s are honestly weird with all the different stages of life people are at and really what helped me with navigating through those waters. Obviously, I'm still in my 20s. I'm only 26, but I feel like I've gotten on the other side of that, you know, quote unquote, quarter life crisis. So just wanted to go over what helped me because I felt like I was all alone in the trenches a couple years ago and it was rough. It was really rough. And I wish I had someone to, who really understood what I was going through because I felt like I was the only one going through it. But the more I talk about it and the more I talk to other people, it seems like it's a common pattern amongst like mid 20 year olds um, to feel this way. So I'm really, you know, just going to dive into my personal story first. So, you know, I went to college, early 20s, graduated when I was 22, went straight into grad school. So I felt like my, you know, quarter life crisis, whatever you want to call it, it sounds bad. It really wasn't like, it's not a bad thing. It's just like a weird period of life. So I don't want you guys to think I was like actually... (laughs) going through like something horrible, horrible or anything, you know, it was more of just like a mental battle, um, feeling in a weird spot in that way. Um, but we're just going to call it the quarter life crisis because you guys know what I mean. Um, so yeah, I feel like since I went straight to grad school from undergrad, I, my quarter life crisis era was a little bit pushed off. I feel like a lot of people were experiencing it before me. And then, you know, once I, got out of grad school is when I was really on my own for the first time ever. As you guys know, I actually went to grad school for speech pathology. Um, I started my fitness business during that time and decided I was going to switch career paths and dive fully into my fitness business, which that meant once I graduated, I was working alone, I was living alone, and I had never had that much time to sit with my thoughts before, like ever, ever in my life. Like I had always lived with people. I'd always worked with people. I was always in school around a bunch of people. So going from seeing people 90% of the time to being completely by myself 90% of the time, it was, it really messed with my mind. Like I did not know how to handle it. Like I am such a people person. Like, you know, sometimes I can be a little bit shy in person, but I honestly feed off of other people's energy. So if I don't have that, then (laughs) my, I just, I don't know. I just feel like I kind of go crazy. (laughs) I don't know how else to describe that. So I just, it was such a weird 
switch and one that I wasn't used to. And like I said, I feel like my friends had already gone through this before me. So I kind of felt like it, I was going through it alone and I didn't know that, you know, it was normal. I feel like nobody talks about how to navigate adult life after you graduate. Like everyone's so excited for graduation. And then after that, it's like, oh, like, what do I do now? Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to be doing every single day? Uh, like, obviously I'm working, obviously I'm working on my fitness business, but you still have like so much free time that you don't know what to do with, especially living by yourself. You know, it can be, it can just be hard on someone. Um, so that's kind of what I went through when I was like 24, 25-ish, I would say. Um, I've Honestly, I feel out of that now. Like every once in a while, I'll feel some anxiety here and there, but it's nowhere near the everyday that I was experiencing it right out of grad school. Um, so, and another thing also that I think contributed to the anxiety to the just feeling overall alone was that everyone seemed to be in different stages in their life you know in college everyone's kind of on an equal playing field you're all kind of doing the same thing even if you're majoring in different things in different clubs like you're all still pretty much doing the same thing every day and you're seeing people every day but after that like everyone is on such a different path you know, some people are getting married, some people are already having kids, some people are buying homes, you know, some people are moving back in with their parents, uh, some people starting businesses, you know, some people making six figures right out of school. So it can be really, really easy to compare your situation to other people's. And when I graduated, I did move back in, back in with my parents for a little bit. And a lot of my friends had moved away. So it was just like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> I feel like I failed here. Like, I don't have a relationship. I don't have a house. I like, I have a business, but you know, it's, it's hard on day. It's a day-to-day -day grind um, to continue to grow the business. So, you know, I, I would just felt like everyone else was ahead of me. Like I had graduated after everyone else. I completely switched career paths. I was moving back in with my parents. I was like, wow, like, <laughs> is this what adulthood is? Because if that's all it is, then I don't, I don't really like this. Like, let me stay in college forever. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, on top of that, like all my friends had moved across the country. Well, not all of them. I obviously still have some friends here, but most of my best friends had moved across the country. So it just felt really lonely. I was like, wow. I was like, I hope this isn't what adulthood is forever because like, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> um, but, you know, things always do get better. Your situation does not have to be permanent. And that's something that I really had to work on um, in that time was just realizing that it's just temporary. Like there's no timeline that anyone has to follow. Like there's no rule book for adulthood. So you really can do it however you want to like, and that's something that I didn't realize before because I like growing up, I was the type of person I was like, yeah, I'm going to get married by 20, have kids by 22. And like, I'm 26 and none of that has happened. And I'm actually grateful for that. I'm way more grateful for the experiences I've 
been able to have. And I know that one day all of those things will come and I'd rather just experience my time on this earth, not rushing into things rather than rushing into things and ending up regretting it or regretting the time that I didn't enjoy being by myself or doing whatever I wanted to do. So that's one thing that really helped. Um, I'll go ahead and go get into like all the things that helped me navigate through that kind of quarter life crisis era um, because there are looking back now, there are some specific things that helped me get through that. Um, because when I was in the midst of it, like I thought for a little bit, I thought I was stuck like that forever. I thought I was going to have this horrible anxiety forever. I thought I was going to be alone forever. Like I was fully convinced that this was just how I was going to be. And it wasn't until I incorporated some of these things that I'm about to tell you guys about that I was able to navigate through that and realize that it did not, it wasn't going to be forever. And, you know, now where I'm at, where I am now, I am confident that I've broken out of that. Like things are not perfect. You know, I still have goals, still have things that I have not accomplished yet, but I know that they're going to come. I'm not worried that I'm going to be stuck in the same place forever anymore. So these are the things that helped me navigate through quarter life crisis. And I'm really just sharing them in hopes that I can help some of you guys or, you know, at least inspire you and let you know that it's not going to be like this forever if you're going through it right now. Um, so number one thing that helped me and you guys are probably, some of you guys might think I'm lying to you or might think it's dumb, but this is actually what kept me going every day when I didn't want to get out of bed. Um, and that is just having a gym routine. Like that, I feel like that's the most, maybe not the most, but it's very underrated when it comes to your mental health is just having something that you just focus on that one hour a day that it's just for you. You're not worried about work. You're not worried about your boyfriend. You're not worried about your family. Like you're there for an hour, just focus on the weights that you're using. And almost in a way, it's kind of like meditation because you're so focused on just how your body feels and how the weights feel that you're not thinking about anything else. So if I hadn't had that consistent gym routine and that consistency with setting those weight goals for my lifts, I think it would have been very, very difficult for me to get out of that mental headspace because, you know, I was just spiraling when I was so focused on what I had to do that day or what other people thought about me. Like, and it all went away when I was at the gym because I was just focused on how my body felt and how I was going to lift the weight. So I know some of you guys might think that's dumb. You're like, oh, like the gym's not going to solve all my problems. And I'm not saying it's going to solve all your problems because it didn't solve mine, but it did give me a space to relax and calm my mind and just solely focus on one thing rather than everything else that was going on around me. So that was huge. Um, I'm very, very thankful that I had already established that habit beforehand. So it was pretty easy for me to continue with that habit, but not saying that you can't start 
now, like anyone can start going to the gym now. And once you get there, you'll realize that it's a lot easier to, you know, work on your mental health when you're also working on your physical health. So that is the number one thing. The second thing is really leaning in on community. So like I said before, I'm such a people person. I feed off of people's energy. My mental health is better when I have a core group around me. And when I was going through my, you know, quarter life crisis era, I didn't feel like I had a lot of that just because like I said, a lot of my best friends moved away. However, I did lean on the people who were closest to me. And I actually made some of my best friends during this time because I felt like I had, you know, I had to pour into those relationships or I was going to go crazy from sitting at home alone. So, you know, I just poured into those relationships and ended up making some of my best friends through that quarter life crisis era. (laughs) Um, And shout out you guys, you know exactly who you are because you probably saw way too much of me during that time. Um, But I'm so, so thankful for those people who were there for me during that time. Um, but you know, if you feel like you find yourself being alone and spiraling mentally, being really anxious, like just try to lean on other people. Like if you need someone to talk to, like, just tell them, like, you're not going to be bothering them. Um, and if you need someone to talk to, like, you can come to me, like, I will literally be your friend because I know exactly how it feels to feel so alone and, feel like you don't have a lot of people to talk to, but you really just have to make the effort to reach out to those people because they're not going to know that you're struggling unless you tell them. And that's something that I had to learn to ask for help when I needed it. When I was struggling, you know, I would be like, Hey, can I come over or can you come over here? And, you know, even if we couldn't make it happen at that time, it just helped knowing that someone knew what I was going through and that I had someone in my corner when I needed it. So Don't be scared to reach out for help. Don't be scared to put yourself out there and pour into new relationships because those might be the exact people that get you through the hardest times in your life. So that is number two, really just establishing some sort of community was very helpful for me. Um, Number three was just getting out of a small space. This this one sounds kind of dumb because um, not everyone's going to relate to this. But when I was struggling so much mentally, I was living in a small studio apartment and it was just me. I was living there alone, working alone in the same, literally, it's literally the same room. It looks like a hotel room. So I was working in the same room that I slept, that I cooked, that I watched TV. It was like, I did everything in that one room and it started to drive me nuts, honestly. (laughs) Um, And I didn't, that was one thing that I didn't realize. I was like, oh, there's no way, like just my actual living space is causing me anxiety. And it was one of the biggest things that was because I, you know, I felt claustrophobic in there. I felt like I couldn't leave. I felt all alone, like I was doing everything in there alone. So, I just, you know, I felt alone and I felt anxious a lot because of it. And I didn't even realize until I moved out. I moved back in with my parents for a few months. And then I ended up 
getting my own house and just having more space. And now I no longer feel that way. Like I love being in my house alone, honestly. Um, I mean, not, not saying that I never get lonely anymore because, you know, it happens to everyone, but I could, I could spend all day, every day in my house alone and be totally fine. Like, honestly, that's what I do most days since I work from home most of the time. Um, and I'm not anxious about being alone. Like I love my alone time. I love just sitting on the couch, watching a dumb TV show or reading a book, um, or, you know, just working from home. I enjoy that so much more than when I was in such a small space. So really just evaluating your physical space and where you are physically at can be huge because if you, you know, if you have a bad home environment or just like you're always in the same space, it can be hard to get out of that mental mental spiral when you don't have the space to move around. So, you know, that might be something that you consider the next time you move somewhere is just really think about your current space, how it makes you feel and where, how you want to, um, you know, live your life in the next place that you move. So that was huge for me. And like I said, I didn't realize it during when I was living there. It was more something I realized after and I wish someone had told me before, but you know, I didn't know anyone <laughs> that had lived in a studio before. So I didn't know that, you know, that could potentially happen to me. Um, so just, you know, wanted to share that with you guys, even if a lot of you can't relate, that was something that was huge for me. But the main thing is, it's really just, I stopped putting pressure on a timeline and decided I was going to enjoy the moment. So I used to, you know, like I said, I used to think that I was going to be married and have kids by like 22. And now I'm 26. And at first that, you know, made me feel kind of bad. Like a couple of years ago when I was going through, you know, that kind of quarter life crisis era, I was like, wow, I've had all of these failed relationships. I am all alone. I'm, you know, not in, not, I haven't hit the timeline that I thought I was going to reach like everyone else is getting married or at least has a boyfriend. Like, where's my time? But once I let go of that thought, like I was able to actually enjoy my time being by myself and actually think about what I want in someone else rather than just continuing to settle for whoever I have a crush on next. <laughs> um, and I wouldn't trade this time the world because I've learned so much about myself. I've grown as a person. I'm way more confident. Like even a couple years ago when I was going through all of this, I definitely would not have been able to come on here and just talk about any topic. Like I would not have been able to just come on a podcast and start talking with five minutes of preparation. <laughs> like there would be no way I would have chickened out or it would have just been bad. I mean, maybe I'm bad now. Who knows? I like to think I can talk to a wall at this point and it sound all right, but you know, always can take more practice. Practice makes perfect, but that's not the point. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought now. I started, <laughs> I started rambling about not being able to 
do a podcast a couple years ago. And now I'm just like rambling on a podcast. So that's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, just really stop putting that pressure on yourself to have a timeline and actually enjoy the moment. Once I started that, I was able to be more confident and not worry about what other people were doing or what other people thought of me because it's so, so draining comparing yourself to other people's timelines. And like, it's not going to get you anywhere. Like just cause you're comparing yourself to someone else's timeline, that's not going to get you to that point. Like if you're comparing yourself being single to someone else's relationship, that's not going to get you a relationship. It's probably going to drive you further away from a relationship because you're insecure about what you don't have. Like just embrace being wherever you're at in life. Like if you are still in school, embrace that. If you are looking for a job, then embrace that. If you're living at home, just embrace it. It's doesn't, it's not going to be temporary. I've been, I feel like I've been at this point on all sides of the spectrum. You know, I've been in relationships. I've been single. I've lived at home. I've had a house. Like I've been back and forth on both sides of the spectrum um, on certain things, not everything. Um, and it's just, I can tell you on both sides that it's so much better just living in the moment and not worrying what other people have, because if you're not worrying about it, if you're confident in yourself, that's going to show to other people and people are going to be drawn to you. If you're constantly comparing, then you're going to be insecure. People aren't going to want to be around you. So it really just is a spiral and I would rather make it a positive spiral. So those are the things that helped me um, kind of get through that quarter life crisis era where I felt anxious, alone, all those things, and really get through that point to where I am now. Like I said, I am not perfect. There are some days where these thoughts and feelings do come back, but I'm able to navigate them through these things that I talked about. And it's been a much smoother ride, a much, much more enjoyable ride. And I'm glad that things are temporary. Things do change. I really used to be really scared of any sort of change, but <clears throat> now I view that as a positive because, you know, nothing is going to stay the same forever. If you're not where you want to be, you're not going to be that way forever. Like you, there are, is area or there are areas to grow and there is room for change. So Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I think that's pretty much everything I wanted to go over. So, you know, if you guys are struggling with this, my DMs are open. I'd love to talk more with you guys about your own journeys. Like, obviously, I'm not a therapist. If you feel like you do need to go to therapy, I highly recommend that. But I am all ears if you just need someone to listen. So hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I was a little nervous to talk about it, but I decided to share it anyway because I wanted to help someone. So hope you guys enjoyed it and we will talk soon.